Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson. And uh, welcome to hour number two here. It's time for the Fantasy Football Focus. Matt, we had a good lineup in our DFS mm, lineup. This seems so long ago. But we did not cash in, unfortunately. Uh-oh. Uh, we had C.J. Stroud in the quarterback position. That was 33.86 points. That was Terrible. solid. And he was only used 9.8% ownership. That's surprising. Yeah. I mean, that's a good matchup against Jackson. And, you know, we got plenty of points out of him. That should have been one that was in our favor. It didn't work out. Okay. I mean, it worked out yeah, for us. Yeah, we but, got our, our yeah. money's worth out of him, right. Uh, we had Jalen Warren and Najee Harris. Yeah, it was an interesting Is the running backs. We ended up with 8.2 points out of Jalen Warren, who was used in 15.5% of lineups. Najee got us uh, 15.9 points. He was only using 1.2% of laps. Again, he's a little bit of an underrated. Yeah, we're not that. we're yeah. not like uh, getting chalky guys here until we get a little lower here. So we should have been okay. I mean, you got 23, 24 points out of the two running backs. And we didn't spend a lot on those. Right? Yeah. Okay. And, and 30, almost 34 points out of the quarterback. We should have been in good shape. Uh, Mike Evans, again, two touchdowns. Uh, he had 25 he points, only used 8.5% ownership. Should have been golden. Yeah. Again, we're good there. I say, what's wrong with any of these? Tank Dell was 58.1% ownership. Wow. Now, he got a 17.2 points. He started on fire, and then Nico was in the second yeah. half. Yeah. But that wasn't I don't a think, I don't think Tank Dell had a catch after halftime. He may not have. Yeah. I can tell you that he didn't because he's on my fantasy team, and he yeah. just sat there Stopped. at the same points the entire time. Uh, Josh Downs, 29.6% ownership, so that was a little higher as well. He, he only got 9.3 points. David Njoku, 6 for 59. He had 11.9 points. What's, for, what's wrong with that? For a tight end is fine, 12.3% percent ownership. No. Uh, Jerome Ford had 10.4% uh, ownership. We only got 11.9 points out of him. Uh, he probably should add more. He had nine carries in that game. Coaching malpractice. What is wrong with the, the Cleveland yeah. coaching staff? Yeah. I mean, considering how you have to play, who your quarterback is, and you lost your quarterback in that game. I mean, they were down at the end. He had nine carries like for nine 65 carries. yards. He's their best It's back. not like he wasn't being effective. Mm-hmm. No, that's that He got one more carry than... it was that much of a He got one more carry than Joe Mixon did. Ugh. Joe Mixon had 16 yards. <laughs> uh, and then the Chiefs defense, 49.2% ownership. Got us two points, us. so that shouldn't have hurt us. Because half the team, after the after people in the in the uh, thing had the same, you know, Tank Dell had an okay game, and the Chiefs only had two points. Those things should not have hurt us because of some of the other guys that we had in the lineup. We ended up with one hundred thirty-five point two six points. Did we just miss? Not really. Or is there some chalky guys that we just didn't have that everybody else? Well, the te- that the, must be the the, the team that the finished instance. at one forty-eight point three. That would have that would have gotten us into the money. Jalen Hurts, okay, 
But he was expensive. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor. Good. He was 50% ownership, Jonathan Taylor. Okay. Rashad White, 42.5% ownership. These were such chalky p- Every guy on this list was chalk, chalk, chalk. But they all hit. That, but they all hit. So that, that's uh, what hurt us is all the chalky ones hit and we, didn't, we weren't chalky. Justin Watson was used in 41.6% really? of lineups. Now, he only got 7.3 points, but one of them was a touchdown. That should have been in our favor. He had 7.3 points. Why? Okay. Uh, Tank Dell was in that lineup. Josh Downs was in that lineup. So we had two of the same guys in the lineup. Trey McBride at tight end, 58.6% ownership. He got Mm. 13 points. Well, that wasn't markedly better than what Njoku got us. True. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco was 39.3% ownership. He was good. He got 25.9 points. And then they had the Chiefs defense. Sounds like everybody had the Chiefs defense. So really the difference for us was – Really, Jalen Hurts and Jonathan, like, we, we lost it at the running back position. At the running back position. That's what I was thinking. With Taylor, he had Taylor and White. He got 37 points out of those two but guys. they were more expensive than the Steelers. They guys. were more expensive. Okay. Um, we but couldn't he, have been far off. But he paid down for Justin Watson because we, we had Tank Dell and we had Josh Downs in the lineup. Mm-hmm. But then again, we had um, Evans. Evans in the lineup, and he had a good game, he 25 good game. points. I mean, obviously, Watson was cheap, and that was a nice pickup. Yeah. But there was it. It was just so chalky that yeah, that's kind of a weird. Week. The team that won it had two hundred and two point six six points. C.J. Stroud at the quarterback. That's what we had. Yeah, yeah. Josh Jacobs at running back. Only point seven percent ownership for Josh Jacobs. Wow. That was really low. But he had Pacheco. Pacheco seems like it was a good asset this week. For Rasheed Rice, two point three percent ownership. He had twenty seven point seven points. Yeah, that was a good one. He went heavy. Uh, Michael Pittman. 23 points every week. No. Yeah, 23.7 points. Nico Collins, 26.4 points. Uh, David Njoku, another one of our mm-hmm. guys, 11.9 points. My man, Greg Dortch, was, his, was his flex. He had three for 27 and a touchdown, so he had 11.7 points there. The cheapy. And then started the Broncos defense. They got 16 points. Wow. I don't know. I feel like our thought process was fine. It was fine. We just needed one more guy to to have the big game. Yeah, or a Steeler rushing touchdown. A Steeler rushing touchdown. Another two, like Warren having a typical Warren day and catching another three passes would have been Mm -hmm. big, too. They didn't didn't throw to the backs a lot yesterday. No, they didn't because they all went to tight ends. Yeah. Yeah. All three tight ends were involved. Yeah, if we just started Fryermuth. Well, then how many we've started Fryermuth like three times this year. Had a couple yeah, times. yeah. Should have cost next week. Should have thought of, he was cheap too last oh, week. Oh, he was unbelievably cheap. Yeah, I think we even brought it up. Yeah. Brought it up. Didn't didn't pull the trigger on it. Knew he was going to have a, a good game. Didn't know he was going to have a career game. No, right. So I don't. Know. I, I'm not mad at us for that. No, I mean was, the, the thought good, process but, was good. We, right. We just missed out on it. Uh, looking at this week's top performers, Trevor Lawrence, three sixty four. Just one touchdown, though. Yeah. That game was interesting. He's been good for fantasy this year, but not great. No. Last couple games have been better. Um, I know you were mad at Ridley. He did nothing. Ridley had no catches. He didn't have a target in the first half. It's funny that that game, though, the first half was all Tank Dell and Kirk, and then the second half was all Ridley and Collins. You know, so strange. Yeah. Uh, Josh Allen had 339 and two touchdowns. I think he had like 80 rushing yards, too. Yeah, so he was, he was a monster. He had to in that be game. quarterback one this week. Um, 37 34. That was a shootout. That, we didn't have anybody in either one of those lineups. That, that hurt I'm us. Sure that hurt, yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, Jared Goff had 332 and two touchdowns all the way back in Thanksgiving. Hmm. Uh, same thing with Dak Prescott, 331 and four touchdowns. It's kind of becoming a regular thing for yeah. Dak. Stroud had 304 and two touchdowns. That was a solid start. Derek Carr, 304, no touchdowns and an interception, and they lost. And they lost. They don't have any of their top three receivers. Olave went out with a concussion. Shahid got hurt. And Thomas was out. Sam Howell, 300 yards, no touchdowns and an interception. This is the thing. When people talk about quarterbacks, I guarantee you if we went back and looked at the quarterbacks who have 300-yard passing games in mm-hmm. the NFL all season long, yeah. we could go through it week after week after week. Most of the time, the guys that throw for 300-plus yards lose the game. Howell's a great example. Obviously. Yeah. Right. yeah. No, fantasy quarterbacks are not the same as real quarterbacks. And yet I hear people constantly, to, well, Kenny Pickett doesn't throw for 300 yards. Yeah, because you're not losing the game. <laughs> yeah. Or it's not, it's not, they don't get, the Steelers don't get into shootouts. Mm-hmm. They no, don't. It's all they, by design. You play a certain way, your quarterback is not going to have 300 yards. He could have thrown for 300 yards yesterday. I mean, there's, there's less big plays being allowed. The way defenses are playing, you know, that running the ball is becoming more and more important. Absolutely. Uh, Mahomes. Anybody talking about Mahomes didn't throw for 300 yards yesterday. He threw for 298 and two touchdowns. Did he? And again, Rice blew up and. By the way, I saw, okay. I saw this. I heard this on the on the drive out to Cincinnati. Mahomes against the Raiders. Career. His career averages more than thirty points per game. Wow. It's like thirty. It's actually like thirty-five points per game against the Raiders. Wow. Just eats them alive. I mean, he kills a division. Yeah. Probably the Raiders in particular. Wow. Uh, the ninth best passing total in the NFL yesterday was Kenny Pickett's two hundred seventy-eight yards. Mm-hmm. I saw this today. He was seventh among all quarterbacks in EPA yesterday. Yeah. I mean, a really good game. Uh, Jordan Love was number 10 at 268 and three touchdowns. Kyler Murray. I'm sure to believe in Jordan Love a little bit. The last couple of weeks have been impressive. Uh, Murray, who we'll see this week, 256 and a touchdown. I think he had a rushing touchdown, too. I think so. Uh, they lost 37 to 14. He also was sacked four times. Mm-hmm. No, they, they got manhandled. Yeah. Minshew. Uh, had a Minshew-type day, 24 uh, for 41, 251, no touchdowns and an interception. Short throws to Downs and Pittman. His yeah. his numbers aren't all that different touchdown in terms of t- – he has eight touchdown passes mm-hmm. this season, but I think he has like eight interceptions. I, say, I think he turns the ball over a lot. Yeah. yeah. He's Kenny Pickett, but he turns the ball over. Mm-hmm. The more volatile version, yeah. yeah. Uh, Aiden O'Connell, 248 and a touchdown. He's played okay. He's played okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're in a, if you're in a two quarterback league, oh yeah. I mean, you, you could do worse. I think there's a chance he's their opening day starter next year. Yeah, because they're, they're not they're not going to finish high enough to, right, to right. get one of the top quarterbacks. Uh, Tua, two forty three, one touchdown, two interceptions, lost a fall. Like their passing game's coming back to earth. Yeah. Right? Like people think that oh, the Steelers can never score with Miami. Miami's a better offense, yes, but they're not putting 60 on people yeah. anymore. You they know? needed a defensive score to get over 30 against the Jets. Yeah, against the Jets, right. The Jets And the Jets offered no offensive production whatsoever. Horrendous. And, yeah, just really bad. So we, we mentioned I mean, all Boyle the— Boyle is way worse than Zach Wilson. Oh, way worse. So here are the bottom quarterbacks this week. Ugh, Boyle had to be one of them. Mac Jones was 12 of 21 for 89 yards and two touchdowns and two interceptions. Time. got benched at halftime. Dorian Thompson-Robinson, 14 of 29 for 134 and a touchdown. He got bent, or he got hurt. Russell Wilson, 13 of 22, 134 yards and a touchdown. 
they just protect, ran the ball. They're protecting him more than people think. Yeah, he's having a better year. And he's, he's not throwing. He's not turning the ball over. No, no. I mean that's the same formula. Desmond Ritter, thirteen of twenty-one for one sixty-eight, one touchdown, two interceptions. Yeah, it wasn't great. Uh, Lamar Jackson, eighteen of thirty-two, a touchdown, uh, and two. Uh, it was sacked twice. Much better in real life than fantasy, which has never been the case with Lamar. Right, it's, it's, it's so just bizarre. weird yeah. that they they don't put they're not putting up massive passing numbers. No, and he's not running for hundred yards a game or anything like that either. No, uh, you mentioned Tim Boyle. Tim Boyle was twenty seven of thirty eight for one hundred seventy nine yards, one touchdown, two interceptions, seven sacks, <laughs> and just looked inept. Yeah, Geno Smith was sacked six times. Hmm. Tommy DeVito sacked six times. Yeah. Um, Baker Mayfield sacked six times. Like there's some there's some bad stuff going on in the league right absolutely. now. Absolutely, the quarterback wow. position is a again. If Pickett just con- continues to do what he's been doing, yeah, it's don't turn the ball over, don't take a bunch of sacks, and plays like you did yesterday. Yeah, you're fine. You'll be okay. You're fine. Uh, looking at the hundred yard rushers, there were only four. Only four. There were five, and then Najee Harris got <laughs> one last carry. <laughs> right, right. Uh, Kyron Williams. 16 for 143 against this Arizona Cardinals team. He looked great and ripped them apart. They're terrible. Awful. Yeah, really, really bad. Uh, scored two receiving touchdowns, too, I think, right? Uh, I'm not sure about that. You might be right. Uh, Christian McCaffrey had ni- one, yeah. 19 for 114 and two touchdowns. Josh Jacobs, 20 for 110 in the touchdown. McCaffrey's the first pick if we pick today, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Tyreek's good, but, yeah. Rashad White, 15 for 100. How about that? Never does it Against ground. Indianapolis. Hmm. Like, Tampa Bay can't run the football. No, they don't. Haven't run the football all year long. They ran the football against Indianapolis. Yeah, good to know for coming up here. Yeah. Najee just missed it, 15 for 99 in a touchdown. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson had 21 for 98 in a touchdown. He wasn't bad. Yeah. Their offense is horrendous, though. Mostert had 20 for 94 and two touchdowns. Noah Chan. No, no yeah, chance. So he kind of got the— And, the, and the, the touchdowns were both late, I think. Or, I think they were, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Taylor had 15 for 91 and two touchdowns. Bajon Robinson, 16 for 91 and a touchdown. His usage was really encouraging, finally. Yeah. Josh Allen had the nine for 81 and two scores. Uh, DeAndre Swift had 14 for 80 in that game. They he ran... never scores, but, boy, he's pretty consistent yeah, with the week. Yeah, they ran the ball. They do. Uh, Tony Pollard, 13 for 79 and a touchdown. Has he worked his way out of the doghouse here I yet? I guess. Starting to score. The volume still isn't there, though. Yeah. Um, Derrick I mean, Henry. Dowdle gets a fair amount every week. Derrick Henry was 18 for 76 and two touchdowns. I thought that'd be even higher, but not yeah. bad. Montgomery, 15 for 71 and a touchdown. That's the thing here. If you start looking at it by carries, the most carries any running back in the league got this week was 21. Really? I hadn't studied it. There were only four runners who got the ball 20 times. Who were the top ones? It was Ramondre Stevenson with 21. I said it was Stevenson. Yeah, I thought it because he's the only show in town anymore. Jacobs had 20. Boy, he gets the volume. Mostert had 20, and Travis Etienne had 20, but only for 56 no, yards. I didn't go anywhere with it, though. Yeah. Um, Matt McCaffrey just missed it at 19. It, it's just everybody's using two backs now. When you talk mm-hmm. about the, the usage here, anything that's 15 or above yeah. is good. I mean, that, that's all you can ask for in today's NFL. Brings me to Mixon because they aren't using two backs at all, and they're not <laughs> they don't run anybody them, else. They're not using the first back. Yeah, yeah, they don't run anybody else. Yeah, you would think volumes what he has going for him, but not yesterday. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's it's just it, th- things have flipped so differently in the NFL. That's mm-hmm. 
just a different. Uh, that's why McCaffrey's so valuable. I mean, because he gets the carries and the receptions. And the receptions. Every week. Leading receivers in the league. There were tw- uh, 12 guys over 100 uh, receiving yards. Led by Pat Fryermuth. Was, was he number one? 120 yards. Nine for 120. I mentioned Pickett was seven in EPA by quarterbacks. Fryermuth was one amongst pass catchers. Not yeah. just tight ends. <laughs> Everybody. Everybody. Yeah. Tyreek Hill. Uh, Jalen Waddle at eight for one fourteen. Chris Olave seven for one fourteen. He was on fire and he missed the whole fourth quarter with a concussion. Jalen Hyatt five for one hundred nine. That's uh, interesting. Yeah, I think. I mean, we'll talk about him on the waiver wire, obviously. But I'm in, I'm interested. I mean, they're going to play young guys. Uh, Michael Pittman had ten for one hundred seven. Uh, Rasheed Rice eight for one hundred seven and a touchdown. So obviously, there's opportunity there. If you watch his routes, they're very simplistic. There are a lot of crossers and things, but who really cares? I mean, if if, play, if Kelsey's going to be getting the kind of attention that Kelsey is getting, that's never going away. Then you got to you got to have something that you great. can get somebody you can get the ball to. If that's what it is, so be it. And I think it's. I mean, it's going to be him. Yeah. I mean, of the receivers that are most likely to step up, it's him. Uh, Keenan Allen had fourteen for one hundred six. Oh, is he a top five fantasy receiver? I mean, it's consistent, and he. Always open. He's going to be like 39 years old next year. Matter, like, yeah. Unbelievable. Devontae Smith had seven for 106 in a score. Started slow, but he had a good game, yeah. Gabe Davis, six for 105 in a score. The key was having somebody in that shootout in Philadelphia. Good point. Uh, Nico Collins finished with seven for 104 in a touchdown. Tyreek had nine for 102 in a touchdown. It's kind of a ho-hum day for him. Mm-hmm. And then Curtis okay. Samuel, nine for 100 for Washington. Hmm. He's been pretty decent when he's out there. He's missed some time here and there. They throw the ball a ton. Yeah. Uh, Oman Ross, St. Brown just missed it at nine for uh, 95. That's, That's a ho-hum day, ho-hum day for him. Amazing. Uh, Christian Watson, five for 94 and a touchdown. Uh, he, I think he's coming around, by the way. Him and Jalen Reed are both pretty darn good. Uh, Kelsey had six for 91. I'd like to see that. If you, yeah. uh, Drake London, five for 91. Khalif Raymond, another guy you got to talk about. Five for 90 in that game. He's their slot. He's their slot and a good offense. Yeah, so keep an eye on that. Calvin Ridley, five for 89 in the score after getting shut out in the first half. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christian Kirk, four for 89. Marquise Brown, we'll see him this week. Six for 88. He's their number one receiver, clearly. Yeah, I wonder if they match up Porter on him this week. I wonder. I mean, he's a... Just let small. him beat him up. Yeah, I assume that they probably Don't let will. him get off the line of scrimmage. I mean, they kind of have every week. Uh, Chase, four for 81. 31 uh, of them are off tip balls. Off, yeah, more than that because he had 31 on the one catch that he had t- uh, on a tip oh, ball. Oh, was it? Okay. It was like 43 of his, you know, more, th- more than half. Yeah. Uh, you had uh, Debo Samuel, seven for 79. I texted you during that game, so we played the wrong 49ers wide receiver, although Ayuk did Ayuk score. Ayuk out, yeah. Uh, Jacoby Myers, six for 79 in a touchdown. He's been solid He's this year. He's been real solid, yeah. Uh Tutu Atwell, we talked about Tutu Atwell. He ended up with three for 76, so. He's very hit or miss, boom or bust, and it was a boom. Uh, Diggs had uh, six for 74 in a score. Devontae Adams, five for 73. Brandon Cooks, four for 72 in a touchdown. Touchdown. Yeah, that was nice. No, he's quality. Evans had six for 70 in two scores. Uh, Kyron Williams. Evans is like Allen. It doesn't matter his age. If, If there were a redraft right now, would Kyron Williams be a top 10 draft pick? No. He I would say six, he's a round two guy, though. Six for 61 and two scores in addition to his 150-yard yeah. game. Like, and the can, volume's always there with him. As long as he stays healthy. I mean, McVay backs produce. 
Yeah. I mean, especially if they get the workload. Yeah. It's just a matter of whether they can hold up or not, which... Well, that's always a problem. Always an issue. Yeah, it is. But, uh, yeah, some uh, some interesting stuff there. Some different guys getting over 100 yards, led by Pat Fryermuth. How many leagues... You, uh, Pat Fryermuth was probably dropped. We talked about oh, it last yeah. week on, on Waiver Day. He was available in like 50% of leagues because he'd been hurt. When he went to IR, I think most people dropped him. Yeah. He didn't have the production going on to IR. I'm not going to wait. I'm not going to hold him for four. So he was probably in like two percent of fantasy lineups last week. He'll be in the top of all the waiver wire charts. Yeah, and he should be in every league. Yeah, nine for one, and he had targets. So the targets were you know double digit targets in that game. Mm -hmm. No, I don't. I mean that's probably going to be his best fantasy game of the year. I mean, I would think. Well, he might score a couple touchdowns. Yeah, true. True. That could still happen too. But uh, yeah, interesting. Are you throwing him right in your starting lineup next week? Yeah. Is he a top 12? Well, there's six given, teams on bye. Yeah, given what's out there, who's hurt, and, and all mm-hmm. the teams on bye. I mean, I had rough. to start Dalton Schultz this week. He had one catch for two yards. Yeah, he's been good this year, too. And then one, in, in, that, in that game, balls flying all over the place. The quarterback throws for 300 yards, and he has one catch for two yards. Yeah. <laughs> one catch. <laughs> That's a game you want for to two be yards. in with the quarterback you would have yeah. been. And yeah, it doesn't happen. Tight ends are just so volatile. Oh, it's brutal. Brutal. Brutal, brutal. And of course, I had Andrews, and that's that's a killer. That's done. That's a killer. Anyways, that's going to do. Likely's useful though. Yeah, he's not super exciting though. Mm, I don't think he's like McBride level or Kincaid no. or one of these guys. No, but no. Uh, that's going to do it for the fantasy football focus. We're going to get to another break. We'll be back with more on the drive right after this. A lot of the Steelers. 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 We are always talking black and gold on SNR. Hey, Steeler fans. Gear up with the latest sideline apparel, hats, or jerseys of your favorite players, authentic memorabilia, custom items, and exclusives you can only find directly from the team at one of the official Steelers Pro Shops located at Acrisure Stadium, Grove City Premium Outlets, or Tanger Outlets, or visit online at shop.steelers.com. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lolly. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. And, Matt, we went over that uh, playoff odds and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, the playoff picture as things. Yeah, what's ahead of them and yeah. what games they have and current seedings and all that good stuff. So if you look at it now in the AFC, this according to FTN Fantasy's DVOA mm-hmm. rankings. I know people put out the – what ESPN is ESPN predictions have the Steelers at a seventy three percent chance to make the playoffs now. Okay. DVOA has it at eighty four percent. Wow, I think well they're definitely one of the teams that benefited most from a win this week in terms of odds going. Well, not only who, not only with their win, but who also exactly, lost exactly all the things that the Browns yeah. lost. Houston lost. Houston, Houston, the Browns lost. Yeah. Both teams that, that were just ahead of them in the wild card standings both lost. Yeah. Then again, Bengals kind of got out of the equation. Maybe yeah. The Bills then you had the, the Bills equation. lose. Yeah. yeah, it's huge. So, uh, so eighty-four percent. Their mean wins is now ten point eight. Yeah, ten point eight. So they're seeing eleven they're, they're wins here. They're saying eleven. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a two point two percent chance to to be the number one seed in the AFC. Wow. Okay. Four point seven percent chance to be the two. Six point two percent chance to be the three. Four point seven percent chance to be the four, hmm. so there's still an opportunity there to win the division. Is what they're that's, that's they're saying. saying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to be the five is twenty five point six percent. I think they're that seems like the probably most likely spot uh, for them. To that's where they're the, at right now, right? To be the six, yeah. Uh, to be the six is twenty four point eight percent. To be the seven is now just fifteen point eight percent. There's a there's because a better, better chance, chance be higher yeah, than that, yeah, better chance that they'll be five or six than seven. That's what you're saying. There's, there's well over fifty percent chance they'll be the first or second wild card to win the division. What would you say their chances? I would say 
nineteen percent. Seventeen point nine percent. Okay. Uh, are they Baltimore- higher than the Browns? Yeah. Okay. Good. The Browns are at nine point four percent. Okay, that adds up. Uh, that leaves in Cincinnati has no chance. No, so they're, they're they're, they don't have a win in the division this year. Oh, it's over. For it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, they don't, the Cincinnati Bengals Cincinnati do not Bengals. have a win in the AFC. Like it, when we started the season, I can remember we were talking about because at that point before the season started, if you remember, well, the Steelers were picked to finish last in the division this year, mm-hmm. and we said, okay, what's their division record going to be? They're not going to go winless in the division. No, of course not. At worst, somebody's and we're like nobody will yeah. go winless. In I can the division. remember we said yeah. at worst somebody's going to go two and four in the division. That team probably finishes last. In 2022, every team was three and three. Yeah, right? yeah. And the Bengals I don't know are... how the Bengals get a win now in the division unless they beat beat Cleveland. Still, I don't know how. <laughs> I mean, I, I think Cleveland could play without a quarterback much better than Cincinnati can. I think so too. Yeah, especially if Cincinnati's going to play like, oh, let's just let's just run our offense like like it's the same quarterback. Like it's Joe Burrow. We're out not going to run the ball. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, so 17.9% chance to win the division for the Steelers. The uh, Ravens are at 72.8%. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, 60, their schedule head's not easy, but... 66.2% chance for the Steelers to get a wild card. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, you said 62%? 662 66. Yeah. I mean, considering the teams ahead of them and where they sit now, it would be an upset if they didn't. If you look at the rest of the AFC, uh, Baltimore has the lowest odds to actually win the divi- win its division. I guess Jacksonville's win goes a long because way. the Steelers are right on their yeah right on their tail. Kansas City has to be at like ninety percent, ninety eight point three. Wow, yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, They're like they room need, temperature they need <laughs> or, or human out. temperature. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, Miami's still pretty strong, I'm sure. Miami's at ninety three percent chance to win the division. Wow. Seems rich, but their lead is. They're, huge. They get a three-game yeah, lead in the, in the loss column with six games left. Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah, almost impossible. Buffalo's chances now. Yeah, Buff- what are theirs across the board? Um, their mean wins right now is eight point six. Wow. The Bengals and Bills. I mean, uh, so many of us picked them to at least win their divisions. So Buffalo's odds to make the playoffs is fourteen percent. Jeez. Fourteen. They basically. I think they could have one more loss. Uh. They could still have a 1.1% chance to, to get the three seed. They have a 5.7% chance to get the one seed, or the, I'm sorry, the four seed, a 5.3% uh, chance to be the five seed okay. because of all the losses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a 1.5% chance to be the six seed and a 5.3% chance to be the seven seed. Seven. I they thought that a, might be higher. Six point nine percent chance to win the division. Their tiebreakers are horrible. Awful. They're just awful. Yeah. No, they're not going. And a seven point one percent chance to be a wild card team. Wow. Who would have thought? So and they're not. I mean, like, Cincy's is more explainable, understandable. Oh yeah. You know, less ridiculous. You know. Um. Right now, if you the looks, there's a better chance now. Um. That there's three teams out of the AFC South, really, than the AFC West. How about out of the AFC North? Uh, there's still a better chance that those. So right now you've got. I mean, three from the West isn't happening. No. Well, you've got you've got the Baltimore at ninety ninety nine point two percent chance. They're mm-hmm. going to make the playoffs. Yeah, they're going. 
Steelers are at eighty four percent. They're going to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Get, wrap your head around that now, folks. Yeah, the Steelers are going to make the playoffs. It's just going to be a matter of where they're going to be seated at. Who they play Things would have to side. really fall apart at this. They would point. have to be a disaster. Yeah, the Browns are still at seventy four point six percent. I don't see it. All right. I mean, that implies Browns are going to make the playoffs. Wrap your head around it, but it doesn't pass the smell test. I mean, they'd have to. I think they they would limp in as the seven seed at best. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the them end, beating the Steelers really helped them. It helped them, but now they just gave it back by losing to Denver. Right. So even, by the way, I heard Garrett is day to day, not catastrophic. That's something Schefter put out. Okay. So if you look at the AFC South right now, Jacksonville, ninety-eight point one percent chance to make the playoffs. Yeah. They're going to be huge in. win. Yeah. Houston is now at forty-nine point one percent. I guess that adds up. They're a coin flip to get in. Yeah, their mean wins right now is nine point four. Okay. Indianapolis. How they compared to Indy? Indianapolis's mean wins is nine point two. They have a forty five point four percent chance to get in. Pretty close. Yeah, I mean, they're about the same. And remember, well, Indianapolis team. also has the win in hand against Houston. Against Houston, yeah. They play again now, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, looking at the AFC West, you've got Kansas City's mean wins of twelve point four. They get a ninety nine point five percent chance mm-hmm. to make the playoffs. They get the best chance of anybody in the AFC. Because they're going to win the division. Yeah. I mean, they almost have to lose out not to win the division. Denver's now at 25.9%. They're tie five-game break- winning streak. Their tiebreakers don't look – a lot of a lot of those early losses were all conference losses. No, they were. I yeah. didn't know what they did in conference. Uh, the Chargers are now at 7%, and Vegas is at 1.5%. Yeah. Those two are done. So the Browns game. are still alive, very much alive, in fact. Their loss didn't hurt them that bad because so many other teams. No, Houston, it hurt them yeah. in terms of what they need to do the rest of the way because mm-hmm. it's it's another conference loss. Right, but they were fortunate. Or Steelers aside, Buffalo, Houston, yeah, some they of those competitors also lost. They couldn't. If if one of those teams would have won, they'd have been they'd have been drastically different. Right? Yeah. So right now, looking at the conference records, you get Ra- the Ravens at six and three. Kansas City six and one. That's over. Yeah, uh, Jacksonville six and two. Hmm. Miami is six and two, but with a three a three eleven strength of victory. Crazy. Uh, you got then the Steelers at five and three, Cleveland's at five and three, Indianapolis is at five and three, Houston's at five and three, Denver is three and four. Mm. That's where they're. That's the problem. And then you've and got Buffalo at three well. and five. Ouch. Five divisional or conference losses. Yeah. And what's Cincy, by the way? I'm just curious. One and six. (laughs) One and six. And 0 and 3 in the division or 0 and 4 in the division. 0 and 4 in the division, 1 and 6. Awful. Even if they win out, they're not going. No. I mean, they're basically eliminated. You can't win win a single tiebreaker against anybody. Against anybody. Unless you beat them head to head, and they didn't do any of that either. They didn't do any of that. What a miserable (laughs) year for them. Just a lost year. So we were talking about this a little off the air. I'm not saying the Bengals are toast as an organization. They got Joe Burrow. They got Jamar Chase. They're going to be good. And they'll have a better pick than they have this upcoming year because they're not going to play. They'll pick 12 or 13 or 14 or whatever. But they're going to need at least a tackle on the O-line, at least. Their tight ends aren't good. Mixon has to be replaced. There needs to be something coming up. Even if he's not replaced, there has to be something there to supplement. At least a contingency plan yeah. or, you know, a, somebody, a, who's, somebody else. Somebody who's the guy in waiting that when Mixon is done after next year, they can just move yeah. him into the starting lineup. So they're playing these other receivers while Higgins is out. Maybe one of them can be the three. None of them can be the two. No. 
I don't know the Boyd's back for financial reasons, and I don't think Higgins is back. And, and they're going like to defense half your offense, defensive tackle. Yes, yeah, um, I was focused on an offense. But they could I mean, they could certainly use an upgraded are they, safety. Are they happy with their safeties? Probably I mean, not. Probably other than Dax Hill, are they? Probably not. I mean, like they're in a predicament. They're going to need some pieces. This, like the Browns, this was their year. Yeah, you know, they were, push your push your, your chips in because next year they're going to have to pay Chase. Yeah, and they're gonna. Oh yeah, you yeah. have to. Yeah. But you have that's going to mean that you're going to watch some watch some guys walk out the door mm-hmm. to do that. I don't think Higgins is back. No, there's no way. Higgins I don't is think back. they can franchise him. I don't think they'll extend him. I don't think he plays the rest of the year. I don't would know why he, he would at this would point. Would he want to? Probably not. Yeah, I mean, I I, I wouldn't mean, blame him. Pick for him, but I wouldn't. Bl- maybe if they now. don't sign anybody. Yeah, you know. But that's still two drafts from now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's it's, you know. They're going to take a step backwards. I would think. I would think the Browns will. I mean, just their financials. The Browns are going to take a step back. Yeah, because of those fi- the financials. I mean, they're. I don't. Jack Conklin's never going to play for them again. No, no, absolutely not. And they're done by Willis is Willis isn't going. To, they're going to need a tackle. They'll need at least a tackle. I mean, Jones will probably be the starting right tackle. They'll need. They a may left. move him to the left side. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know what else they have financially. I just know they're up against it. They're paying a lot of dudes, and Watson's guaranteed big money, and they might need a quarterback. Well, between Watson, Garrett. And Cooper, I want to say I looked this up last year. It's a year. huge portion of their cap. It's it's more than half. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. More than half, and like, they're still paying the the guards are expensive. And so twenty twenty four. Here's here's what expensive. Here's what uh, here's what Houston's or uh, Cleveland's looking at. Deshaun Watson with a cap hit of sixty four million. And the same as next year for them. The year after that for them, I mean. Amari Cooper twenty three point seven seven million. Oh, I then, wonder if he's even a cap hit. Then what do they got? I say then you got nothing, right? Uh, Denzel Ward is twenty three point six million. Yeah, okay, Forgot that's about what I couldn't him. Think of. Their guards are expensive too. Garrett is twenty point one million. Chubb is fifteen point eight million. They cut him, poor guy. But I mean, you might have to. I mean, you can't sit around holding his contract. Uh, well, did they pick up an option on Jedrick Willis? Fifth year option, they did. Okay, <clears throat> so because so he's fourteen point six million. He's not worth he's fourteen point six. Right, that was a real debatable. Betonio's twelve point one. Conklin is twelve twelve million. <laughs> he'll, be, he'll be gone. Yeah. Wyatt Teller is eleven point six. I mean, they're paying their whole offensive line is like. I bet Dalvin Tomlinson's expensive. Tomlinson is six point five million. <coughs> uh, yeah, the guys who name I can't mm-hmm. pronounce. Okarwankwo, uh is four point one. So it drops off considerably. But that's a lot of big dogs. Yeah. A lot of big dogs. Just, um, I, I know that they're not direct. They're over the cap projected over the projected cap for next year before they before they do anything. Well, the Watson one's an anchor. They got to cut guys just to get have enough money to sign their draft picks. Just for fun, pull up the Chargers. Oh, the Chargers! Oh. <laughs> I mean, you talk about insane contracts, and it's not even necessarily Herbert. I mean, Herbert's big and he's getting paid huge. It's like Khalil Mack and Bosa and Allen and Williams. And, At least they're getting production out of Khalil Mack. He's been phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, he's been one of the best stories of the year that people aren't talking about. I mean, I mean they get, they're, they're paying Bosa a boatload of money for he's never nothing. Out never out there. Nothing. For like Derwin. And, I mean, they Derwin have, James is overrated. Overrated, yes. He I, doesn't do anything. I, I, again, I didn't, watch the, I didn't watch the game last night. I listened to most of it on the drive across Ohio. Mm, yeah. You don't hear his I heard, name, I heard his name mentioned once. Yeah. Once. He's, had, he's kind of become a, a ghost. Uh, Khalil Mack is $38.5 million. So as great as he is, he ain't a $38 million player. Joey Bosa is $36.6 million. Yeah, this is a disaster. Uh, Keenan Allen is $34.7 million. Yeah. 
Mike Williams is thirty-two point four million. Why they draft? Why they draft Quentin Johnson? Derwin James nineteen point eight five million. They're the worst defense in the league. Justin Herbert's nineteen point three million. Those guys. Uh, Corey Lindsley's fourteen point one. At least mm-hmm. he's good. They at least dumped J.C. Jackson to the Patriots. Yeah, don't even play him. They are minus. They are forty five million dollars over the salary. Yeah, I cap. think they're last. I mean, I think they're worst cap space in the league. Yeah. So you can expect either they're going to have to completely rework some of those contracts, oh, half or they're just going to have to start cutting guys. The Bosa's of the world. I mean, how do you bring back Mac at his age? I mean, he's really good. Yeah. Uh, it's a nightmare. Yeah, so the Steelers are in good. That's what you don't stuff, want your team to do, folks. Yeah. You don't want to. Have to, well, we're we're going for it this year. We're mm-hmm. gonna go. They're they're all in this year. Well, you better hit. I mean, yeah. the Rams did that, the Bucks did that, and they hit. You know, but if you don't, you're paying. The the, at the same time, so like the the Saints were all in. Well, every, they didn't yeah. win. Yeah, yeah. They haven't been close, right? Um, and they're like negative. Cash the Browns have been year. quote unquote all in the last three or four years well, since the Watson trade yeah and haven't done anything no. yeah and they're not close they're not going to be in it this year no so slow and steady wins the race yeah. meanwhile if we were if we were, we'll do it in the offseason if, if we were to do this with the Steelers cap it's pretty favorable yeah and there's nobody okay. that's like up that they have to say you know I mean there's no no one that's huge is on a Higgins hitting the market or yeah. anything like that and you, you just get to continue to slowly add pieces to mm-hmm. the pie if you had a draft class like this one yeah, oh, absolutely. Baby, right. Absolutely. We're going to get to another break. He is the Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive. You're on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back to finish up the show right after this. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lolly. He is the Matt Williamson. And Matt, I wanted to ask you here to, before we uh, close out the show, mm-hmm. what to you constitutes a good defense? Wow. Is it, is it, because you'll hear a lot of different things thrown They're the number one defense. That's the number one defense. Mm-hmm. Is it yards? Is it points? Is it turnovers? It's definitely is not it... yards. I mean, like, so much of Belichick's stint in New England was allow a lot of yards. Practice like crazy for red zone D, toughen up, make big plays, and they were really good defenses. You know? yeah. So I don't care about yards at all. Um, I think you have to have a pass rush without question, which then leads to explosions and it leads to hitting quarterbacks, which they don't like, and bad things. Yeah. Um, I don't have that answer. I mean, I do think yards per play or something like that's a nice jumping off point. That over the course of the year tells you quite a bit. I mean, the teams that are high are the bad defenses. The teams that are low are the best. But that doesn't mean number one is number one. Yeah. Like, I think the three best defenses in the league right now are San Fran, Cleveland, and Baltimore. But Cleveland, their home road splits are a little concerning. They have some not great games. They have some really good games. Baltimore seems pretty consistent. There was about a month there where the Niners were... They were leaking water right, a little bit, right yeah. before their their buy, but now which coincided back. with their offense not producing. Right, they had a down yeah. month, and then they trade for Chase Young, go to the buy, and now they look great. That doesn't mean they can't fall again. I don't know. I, I I'd have to think about that. So here are the top five defenses or the top defenses in the league in terms of scoring. Okay, you got San Francisco is now allowing fifteen point five points per game. That's number one. And Remember, if you rewind an hour over the last seven games, the Steelers are allowing 15. So Baltimore's at 15.6. Okay, right second. neck and neck, yeah. 
Uh, Kansas City is at 16.5. Ooh, I would probably put them in the top five, too. Now okay. I think about it, yeah. Then you got Dallas at 16.8. They would probably be the other one in the top five. Okay. Number five is the Steelers at 18.6. Adds up. Six is Buffalo at 18.9. I think that's the worst defense you mentioned yet. Cleveland comes in at 19 points per game. Hmm. Did they have one or two big ones? I mean, this past week wasn't great. Well, they've given. They've had some games. They had the game against the Colts where the Colts ran all over mm-hmm. them. Um, put Denver put 30 up on or something yeah. this week, right? Uh, then you have the Saints at 20.2. So there's only, what did I say, seven defenses allowing less than 20 points per game this year, yeah. and the Steelers are now one of them. Yeah. And have been. This is this has been ongoing here. Mm-hmm. I mean, like early in the year, I thought, boy, their down to down consistency against the run isn't great. Well, that's changed. I mean, like they're hard to run on. The pass rush has never really waned. Do I think that there's some dudes that can kind of be had in coverage? Yeah. But you got to yeah. have the time to get the ball there. <laughs> yeah, and they haven't played a murderer's row of quarterbacks lately. But then Minka comes back, and all of a sudden looks like Porter's a star, you know. So I think they're definitely a top-10 defense. Yeah. I'd I'd have them over the Bills. I wouldn't have them over most of those names you mentioned, but those are the best of the best. Yeah, I mean, I I just think when you you look at – I think people get wrapped up in the yards too much. Yeah, I I think that's nuts. I mean, allowing yard – because the Steelers aren't great in yardage, right? They're, for the year. They're, yeah, they, they're moving up, or something probably. but they're they're giving up 354.4 yards per game. And even mm-hmm. like in the, the the stat package that the NFL sends out. I don't even pay Well, you'll be that. able to run, you know, the, such and such should have, you know, be able to run against the Steelers defense. Well, not in the last month and a half. Nobody's no, run against them. No, 100%. That was all early in the season when they were, they were giving up some explosives and, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. They've cut that out. And down in and down out, they've been a very difficult team to, to run the ball against. Mm-hmm. They have. So I have one question for you. I know we only have like two minutes or whatever. Trenton Thompson, is he a keeper? Yes. I think he's the third safety maybe for the next couple of years. He's older than you think, though. Yeah, I did He's know 27 that. Yeah. years old. Yeah. He, this is the first time he's gotten a chance to really play, though. He basically played every snap yesterday. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying he's a the, the next Jalen Warren diamond in the rough star that they paid nothing but for. He's, but he's a diamond on the cheap. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I bet he's a stealer next year. Oh, you know, yeah. Like, I mean, like, yeah. on the big roster, I think he's a varsity player. Yeah, he's, he's shown it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Gets his hands on the football. He makes plays. I mean, that we, we mentioned him in Latrobe a lot. We mentioned that's him maybe that's a draft pick that you don't need to to, to mm-hmm. use now. Mm-hmm. You don't need to. I mean, I still think you get a draft one. I don't know if KZ and Neil early. Will be back. Right, right. You know, if you had to line up with Minka and Trenton Thompson, okay, and a third round pick, and a third round pick or yeah, a second yeah, round yeah, pick. Right. Oh, now, now we're talking. Now we're talking. Yeah. yeah, I think he's that guy too. I don't know if you would agree with me or not. Yeah, because he, I think he can play either side too. Mm-hmm. I would love to see opening day. He's your third safety next year. Yeah, you know, I think he can handle that. Yeah, no, I, I think they found something there for sure. Mm-hmm. And the defense is getting better and better and better. And you, and you need some of those cheap. Oh yeah. You know, imp- you know, guys who are young guys that come in. You know, guys like Herbig. You yeah, know, absolutely. Players like that. Play, but I mean, he, yeah, exactly. So no, I, I think Thompson's really interesting in terms of. He's going to be in the active roster. Yeah, but I think uh, really, the, the, you know, since Benton has become a, a regular mm-hmm. at nose tackle, you can't run against him. No, no. <laughs> and I kind of feel bad for Adams. Like I'm sure. Yeah. Not no, he's not played. Back. He's not played poorly, but no. But you found a star. You got a star there. Yeah. That's going to do it for our show today. So if, uh, for my partner Matt Williamson, for Brian LaMartina here on site, keeping us on the air. I'm Dale Lally. We thank you for listening to this edition of the Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.